Do you lack motivation to keep getting into the gym? Do you lack structure with your fitness routine? Do you keep doing the same thing over and over again and, and getting the same exact result? If that sounds like you, then I want you guys to make sure that you go check out my brand new revamped 10 week program because so many people struggle with a lack of motivation. They struggle with a lack of structure, but we make sure that we start off the program by getting very clear on what is the exact goal that you want to achieve. Then we determine the strategy. We determine the two or the three things that are the most important things that you need to do every single week in order to achieve that goal. And then I help you hold you accountable every single week, week after week to make sure you're actually making progress. Like I don't let my clients go more than a few weeks if they're not continuing to make progress to their goals. So make sure you guys check out my brand new 10-week program at nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs. Again, nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs. That way you can go from a lack of motivation to being able to jump out of bed every single morning. What his dad told him when he asked him to borrow money, how we can stay disciplined, the importance of magnifying your uniqueness and really embracing your personality and so much more coming right up. This is one of the most exciting episodes that I've had ever in my entire life. This is one I'm so fired up about. This is episode number 262 with CEO of Pursuit of Profit and the Secretary of Capitalism, Steve Larson. Hey everyone and welcome back to Nick Carrier's Best You Podcast. I'm here because you want to become the best version of yourself, but there are so many things that you need to do in order to get there. And because it's overwhelmingly complicated, it's easy to lose focus, easy to lose a sense of direction, which is why so many people fall short of their true potential. But I'm here to stop that. That's why I create videos, podcasts, and fitness programs to keep you on track to your best you. Go to nickcarrier.com to learn more. Today, I am beyond super stoked to bring you Steve Larson. I got introduced to Steve by participating in one of his online courses that he does with Russell Brunson called the One Funnel Away Challenge. If you're listening to this and you're an entrepreneur, I can't recommend anything more than this. Again, it's called the One Funnel Away Challenge. Ever since I've seen Steve speak on that challenge, I knew I had to find a way to bring him on the show. His energy, his intensity is second to none. Steve J. Larson is the CEO of Pursuit of Profit and is the Secretary of Capitalism. For two years, Steve was the lead funnel builder at ClickFunnels for Russell Brunson, making, an, making a name for himself in the internet marketing world. Eventually, Steve left to start his own company, and just 13 months later, he went on to score his own Two Comma Club award when his business crossed $1 million. And then seven months later, he earned his next $1 million, followed by another $1 million in just one day. Before diving into the episode, make sure you're following me on Instagram at carrier underscore best you, and make sure you follow Steve at Steve. Larson HQ. And you can find everything in the show notes at nickcarrier.com slash podcast. But without further ado, here's to getting closer to your best you with the one and only Steve Larson. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Nick Carrier's Best You Podcast. Fired up is an understatement for today, uh, but I'm super fired up to have the one and only Steve Larson with me today. Steve, I just want to start by saying thanks so much for spending the time with me today. Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. This would be awesome. Yeah, of course. So, um, Steve, you're the you're a master offer crafter and sales funnel creator, and I found you on doing the my first One Funnel Away Challenge uh, about a month and a half, couple months ago. Okay. And yeah. 
I know that right now, this is going to be the best interview that I've ever done because I freaking, me and my brother did it at the same time and we fell in, fell in love with you um, during the One Funnel Away Challenge and um, I've been talking to him about how I'm so stoked to, to have you on the show and I know it's going to be a great conversation, but let's get started to uh, not waste any more time. So the way I kind of want to start today is a story that I've heard from you and essentially a, a big part of your story and your past is when you were in college, you were newly married and really struggling with money. You guys were, were pretty broke and you kept going home day after day and you found your wife in, in her bed and she was super tired and, and, and sluggish and you kept asking her what's wrong kind of day after day and she kept saying like, everything's good, I'm fine. And you're like, okay, I'm not going to ask any more questions. And then, and then finally she kind of told you that she's only been eating one meal a day and that, you know, kind of broke you down and, and was gut-wrenching and you're like, we've, we've got to start making more money. And then you applied for a student loan, but it wasn't going to get there for about four to six weeks and finally, you're like, we need some more money right now. I'm going to call my dad. And you asked him for some money. And I'm going to kind of stop it right there and let you you pick up from it from there. And tell him, obviously say like what your dad said. And what's the biggest lesson that he taught you from his answer? Yeah, totally. Uh, you know, it was not normal for me to ask for money. We didn't raise, I wasn't raising a family that did that. I'm always appalled whenever I see kids just like walk up to a parent and be like, can I have 20 bucks? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I mean, that's not how I was raised. So it was really awkward already just for me to have that conversation. But I asked him and he goes, son, no, if I give you this money now, you won't exhaust the resources you didn't know you had. And uh, that's exactly what he said. And I understood immediately why he was doing it. Um, but it, it, it gifted me with an environment that I don't think my willpower would have let me get in. You know what I mean? Like, it's just because I had to perform in a way and without, I mean, there's no emotion behind it. I just had to do it. Um, I got to go do things that I probably wouldn't have otherwise done. So I'm always grateful for what he did. Now that I have three little girls, you know, it's like, I think about that and I'll do those kinds of things with them too sometimes. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but I will say though, that that kind of, um, intensity especially in the world of entrepreneurship especially online entrepreneurship it doesn't really end it's not like that's been the only time there's been something crazy you know um that was uh it was probably almost 10 years ago now when that happened you know it's been crazy journey but it's been full of opportunities for me to grow beyond my will <laughs> and yeah. they're not opportunities in the moment but they always end up being yeah well i think it's because like him doing that like it puts your back against the wall like you had a sense of urgency like holy crap I have got to make this thing happen like on my own like as quickly as I can and and I felt a, a similar sort of way a little bit different experience but like when I, I first got into a job that I didn't want to do and after two weeks I quit but I didn't really know exactly what I was going to do afterwards and like that sense of urgency when when that happened to me was just like through the absolute crap done <laughs> yeah yeah, you have no other option, no other opportunity. In fact, you know what's interesting is I've noticed this is such a powerful um, accelerant in my life that I have been nervous when I don't know when the next freaky environment is coming along. Um, in fact, two years ago, um, January 1st, you know, for a while, I always I put my goal out on the internet. Like, hey, here's what I'm going to try and make this. I stopped doing that for a few reasons just recently. But um, I remember, though, there was a specific year looking at the year forward, and I was like, dang it, my business worked. Dang it. <laughs> we have financial security. Dang it. We, and this is a legit, it sounds ludicrous to so many people, but it was the reality. I was like, I don't have the next freaky 
oh my gosh, put my back against the wall, have no way out thing, environment, you know, coming up. And I've become addicted to the fast-paced growth that it forces you to have to have or you don't make it. And I know I'm not going to die, so I know I'm going to make it. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's almost like submitting yourself as clay to the game. You're like, all right, mold me. <laughs> this might suck a little. Let's go for it, though, you know. And, and that's been fun, man. I've, I've noticed that uh, sometimes they're just too comfy. Yeah, I don't think no doubt. to be comfortable. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I've, I've tried to, like, recreate – I try to like constantly recreate that sense of urgency or that sense of like my back's against the wall. I've, I've got to make it happen. Um, because like you said, you, the, the level of action that you take is just second to none. Um, but so one of the, in, in regards to also taking action, one of the things that you have to have in, in order to act is a huge sense of belief that whatever action you're going to take is going to generate the results that you want it to generate for you. And so like the beginning of the one funnel away challenge, obviously you guys like have the belief stuff. And, and that, that to me, when, when I went through those videos and y'all made me feel like there's no way I'm not doing this thing because like this thing I know is going to work for me. There's no way I'm not going to do it. And like my first online course that I've created th through the challenge is a, a fitness goal setting course. And like I did, I do this similar sort of thing where I have like a belief section of it to fill people with belief because the last thing I want them to do is invest in the program and then not do it and not get the results that they want. So with that being said, just kind of go off on a whim. I'm like, how can we help people like squash the limiting beliefs that they have about themselves so that they actually take action and, and can succeed? Dude, we have had so many conversations about this topic. <laughs> I'm sure. You know, there, there are like one to 3,000 people a day getting a ClickFunnels trial a day. And it's been that way for years. So it's like, wait, what's the real problem then? There's two, two major problems that always pops up is what I've noticed. Is the first is exactly what you just said is a mentality problem. Like they just think that, I don't know, it's a tool not a genie in a bottle, you know, and some people will come in and think that. Um, the second though, is that there's literally just an education gap. They don't really know what a funnel is. They got to learn some new stuff and skill sets. Totally understandable. Both of them are, but the, the one though, like how do we help people's mentalities? It's a really, really hard thing as an entrepreneur. I just had a conversation with someone about this. Um, Actually, I've asked Russell about this. There, there was a, a Saturday. It was when I was still working for him. It's probably only six months in, and he, um, I was in, in on a Saturday working on my own thing, and it was a little awkward because I didn't know if he was totally cool with that at that time. I was just doing it. So he came on in and he's like, "Hey, what you doing here? It's Saturday." And I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" I've been answering messages for my business for the last six hours, and he goes, "Oh my gosh, I got the craziest solution for you. Don't." <laughs> he's like don't respond that i was like what he's like i know i know he stopped me before i could say anything he goes, i know i know it's gonna be hard for you it's always hard for me he's like but you're not you're not their savior and i was like huh that's interesting um and it was funny enough like uh uh one of the final actually the first fucking live i went to sean stevenson um said uh the national guard motto which was that, you know, the scenario is there's a helicopter saving a, a, a boat full of people that is sinking in a storm. Who do you save? Hard question, real question. And their motto is to save those that are swimming towards them. That same mentality is paramount for entrepreneurship, especially internet 
um, attractive character-based entrepreneurship like we teach and create. Um, because what ends up happening, and I have done, and I've seen Russell do, and we, you know, we did it together a few times, is we try to save those that aren't swimming towards us, and it will kill us. And um, Because it takes too much time and energy? Yeah, and time and energy, and uh, you end up being their hero. And the problem is, there's a great book called Story Brand, and it teaches that you can't be the hero of your customer's business or thing, right? You can't be the hero of your customer's dream body, right? But you can be the guide. Don't be Frodo, be Gandalf, right? And that right there, huge shift. Very hard to do for new entrepreneurs though. And so how do we help them in tout? Like going back to the question, how do we help them? I, it's, it's a hard question to answer, but I've had people who will buy from me and never log in ever. But because they did buy, they got into action and they went and they did all this stuff. And now they're actually in motion. I've had people say like, well, that, they didn't get the value. And I was like, didn't they? Right. And I've done the same thing where I'll go buy and then it gets me in the right networks. And I never went to the thing. But because of that, I got an action started moving. It's, it's a really, really weird phenomenon. Um, and you, you just can't save everyone and nor should you try it'll kill you um so i honestly have found that the mentality that i have to look for and actually teach us at my events is some of the old school copywriting courses uh teach that you know one of the things you need to do is make the customer in the copy make the customer aware of the problem and their pain i i actually I, I disagree with that in that I want them to already know that they have a problem. And this yeah. is how I solve that problem. <clears throat> I make sure that whoever I go out and I start talking to, they already know it's an issue. They are like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm problem aware for myself. I have an issue. I'm frustrated already. That way I don't have to create the frustration. That way that I'm not the one that's opening their eyes. Like I have a problem. And that right there has, has helped like crazy. A lot of stuff. I also do set ground rules and I'll be like, look, I'm not here to save you. I'm not your hero, but I will be a guide and run with you the whole way. I just can't move your legs for you. <laughs> you got to run the yeah. race. Yeah, well, I like that. I feel like if they're already problem aware and they found you, then they're already like swimming in your direction to use your analogy. And so like that's the person to to become the guide for. And yeah, no, I love um love story Brandon and Donald Miller and and all his work. I'm I watch him probably every single day. But um the one of the next things I want to talk about was is persistence is obviously key in anything, but I I know that you know you've you took a lot of funnels to really figure out how it worked. You've screwed up on stage probably plenty of times and, and you've, it's taken a lot of persistence to keep going and keep taking action. Um, was there ever like a toughest time for you where you screwed up or time after time something wasn't working for you to like keep trying a next time? Oh gosh, <laughs> every day. We're gonna take a brief pause in the interview really quickly because if you're somebody who is looking to achieve a fitness goal or maybe you lack motivation to get into the gym, you lack some structure in your in your weekly routine or maybe you've been wanting to get back into the fitness game and get back to maybe your weight loss goal or whatever goal it is and you're not really quite sure how. If that sounds like you, my 10 week program is for you because I help everybody set a very specific goal then we create a very specific strategy of the two or the three things that we need to do every single week that we believe are gonna make us successful with our overall goal. And then I'll help you execute and I'll help you hold you accountable every single week. So you do the things that you kind of know you should be doing, but you're, you're not quite doing them right now. And that's what I've done with hundreds of people over the past 365 days, over the past a little over a year. And I want you to make sure that you are part of it 
as well. And enough for me. I want you to hear from the people who have done it in the past, what they've got out of it, and, and why they did it in the first place. So here you go. I cannot say enough good things about Nick's 10-week program. I have always been somebody who has worked out but never really had a fitness goal. If anything, I really wanted to achieve. It was more so just to stay in shape. And Nick does a great job of helping you not only define the goal, but also realize what steps you need to take to get there. Tomorrow, as of my weigh-in week nine, I hit my goal of losing 25 pounds in 10 weeks. Just the whole methodology of the program with it being one big goal, followed by some smaller goals to help me reach that big goal, and then the weekly commitments to help me reach those smaller goals. During these times, it's helped strengthen my mental health and strengthen my focus and really made sure to hold me accountable to my goals. I'm so happy that I was able to hit the goal and uh, so much so that I decided to do another 10 weeks with Nick. I would recommend it to anybody, no matter what your goals are, if it's weight loss, if it's running a shorter mile, if it's anything you would like to achieve, I think that this program gives you the tools to set yourself up for success. But one of the biggest benefits for me, and the biggest takeaway I had was one I wasn't necessarily set out to improve upon, and that was building more self-confidence and really instilling self-accountability. The program was great. Um, I'm doing it again a second time to continue my weight loss, and I just can't recommend it enough. So again, guys, if you lack motivation, if you lack structure, if you want to get back into your fitness game, but you're not really sure how, then I want you to make sure you go to nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs. Again, nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs to learn more. For now, let's get back to the interview. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Dude, you know what's been hard? So, okay, everyone knows 34 product tries over five years. That's how many it took for me. But we just counted since number 34, there's been at least another 46. Um, just me. There's another 50 client funnels on top of that, let alone the other projects I continue to do with Russell since leaving. It's it's a lot. You know, you just go to bat quite a bit. Um, uh, really great book also from um, Ryan Holiday, Perennial Seller. And he teaches that uh, musicians, the best musicians, they literally just make more songs. <laughs> That's it. Wow. There's almost no difference. They just, they literally just, they, they complete more songs. Um, there's another guy, I can't remember who it was that talked about this. We work to publish. Anyway, I can't remember. But um, yeah, that happens a lot. That happens a lot. What I found myself needing is um, continued mentors and teachers. And that's something that I struggle to continue to find. Um, I've been in a few masterminds now lately where the moment you start getting quoted too much in a room, you got to get out of the room, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially at a mastermind. And so I was like, <laughs> so it's been, and that sounds like a conceited statement. It's just, it's the reality though. And you follow this path, you keep going on this, man. I mean, you'll be at the same thing. It's like, you keep going, you get your accolades, people start to follow you, things start to happen you go through this mental growth in order to handle it. Like Russell's totally different now than he was when he hired me. Um, uh, he's just, a, he's just different and he should be. Right? Yeah, the click falls today would have killed the Russell that hired me. <laughs> yeah, there's no way you can handle it. It's way too big. But um, so this is a whole growth based game. And then when you turn back around, like, like actually I just taught in the, the news version of one funnel way, which is different. And it's actually much shorter. The whole game is about getting horse blinders on and just looking at the single next problem in front of you. 
right now, right before I actually got on with you, um, I just got a, so I would have got a Vox update of all the problems that my team is facing right now. I can't look at them yet because the one problem in front of me is something I have to have out, you know, in the next few hours here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just that game. And the problems don't stop. Entrepreneurship is a game of problem solving. Yeah, no doubt. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. And I think uh, I, I'm glad that y'all, I'm, I'm looking forward to at some point doing the uh, the second version of it because I think like having the horse blinders on is the most important thing because if you just start looking at the complexity of, of so many different things and you're going to just going to stifle you and, and you're not going to take action. But uh, so I want to do something real quick. I'm going to pull up a, a quick video that I videoed on my computer of you. Um, and the reason I'm going to show it is because I think it's applicable to, to anybody and anything because I think a lot of people don't do something because they think it needs to be perfect. And, and they like have the analysis paralysis, like, oh, I don't have all the answers yet. I'm not exactly what I sh sure what step two is. I know what step one is, but I'm not sure what step two is. And so because of that, they, they don't take action in whatever it is. So I'm gonna show the video really quickly and like put it in my mic, and then I'm gonna have you just kind of talk about it and stress the importance of the lesson itself. So let's see here. I'm not going buying it. You need to start selling it. Guys, just start trying to sell it. Get money in the pocket and you will find out along the way what the market wants. It's the reason why I can't just tell you the answers, right? There's 193 people right now on this call, okay? There are hundreds more that will watch the replay as soon as it's done. Okay? So many scenarios. I'm trying to help you understand. The game is not about knowing all the pieces. The game is understanding a little bit of the framework and launch imperfectly. Just put your crap out there. And you will start to see along the way because they will tell you in the form of complaints. They will tell you in the form of sometimes someone will refund. People reach out and say, this is the best thing I've ever heard. Okay? They will not be able to tell you without you starting to swing the bat. Swing. Swing. Yeah, I filmed that because I was like, I need this as a reminder like every once in a while. So anyways, I'll let you go. I couldn't hear anything. Oh, no. So sorry about that. It was uh, ba basically you were saying like, launch imperfectly like you're not going to be able to know all the answers right away like you're going to learn it from complaints or people telling you giving you feedback and, and stuff like that they're like you're like you're not going to know until you swing like swing 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 yeah it's honestly the truth um uh it takes a while to find your thing sometimes it depends what you want to do uh, the reason i launched so many funnels after i mean i've had a lot of funnels that have worked very well um, of all the funnels that I've launched since leaving ClickFunnels, there's only two that haven't really worked. And funny enough, they were the two that I didn't follow my own process and uh, tried to shortcut it. Um, but, uh, you know, you swing and you just keep going to bat and it's part of the game and the love of the game is super fun. Um, there is an element to this, though, that I do feel like if you don't love it, like, or at least kind of enjoy it. <laughs> it's just going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be super hard. Uh, but yeah, going back to bat and swinging. Uh, another great book, The Dip by Seth Godin. Hmm. Fantastic book, right? And he talks about how athletes, the only reason why they're athletes is because they've endured more dips than everyone else. And entrepreneurship is no different. You know, if it just, on, it just endured more dips. Right now, um, you can always ask me whatever problem I'm trying to solve in my company because that's just what the game's about. And um, the problems that we're trying to solve right now is like, we went, we started to build this huge studio. And um, right as the whole COVID stuff hit, um, you know, and, and every, people weren't sure what was going to go on, all that stuff, like our funding didn't really go through, but the construction workers already started. So 
the game I've been playing is self-funding this massive project <laughs> from top to bottom, racing every bill and doing the next launch. Like, so this is another problem set. The best part of all that though, is you look backwards and you're like, oh man, like whatever that is, you, you choose to be in. Like for me, it's launching, I'm, you know, but I've just been able to turn back around now and go, dude, we're not bad at launching. <laughs> we launched a lot of products. Holy smokes. And it's by virtue of the psycho environments that I've been placed in. They haven't stopped. They don't stop. Um, and uh, it really is just going up to bat and continue to swing over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, I think the expectation otherwise is a little bit ludicrous. And, and there's this, there's this facade that, you know, <laughs> it's the laptop on the beach lifestyle. Everything's automated kind of a thing. And that certainly is real. Um, but there's quite a road before you get there. And yeah. I think people should expect it. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, well, I want to get down to the last couple of questions here. I think that like one of the things that I ask myself before I'm getting ready to interview somebody, I'm like, okay, this person is like, what are they best in the world at? What is, what is their uniqueness? What are, what are they so good at? And to me, what I thought of was like, I think you're best, one of the best in the world I've ever seen at like magnifying your uniqueness, like being so freaking you and being more you than, than like anybody else does themselves, if that makes sense. And w w like with your attitude and, and feeling free to like, you know, say whatever, if you will, and, and put yourself out and put yourself out there. And so like, just, I want you to kind of talk about the importance of like magnifying your own uniqueness, being truly you in regards to like personal development, your business development, um, and like how we can start to be more of ourselves, I guess. Yeah. You know, what's funny is every time I do an event, everyone asks for my music playlists. <laughs> every time and I never give it out and it's like kind of this thing that I have I'm like no stop asking for my playlist and the reason I don't ever give it out is because what freaks me out is the notion that they are not it's not that they like the songs they want to be like Steve Larson and I'm like stop like be you <laughs> what is it that you what songs get you jazzed and moving? Like just that simple little thing. And it's the symbol though, that I'm like, stop trying to mirror and mimic every single little piece that, of your mentor. There is the thing that you need to learn from your mentors is their frameworks and their mentality. That's it. But that only gets you 80% of the way. Every single good athlete knows that the coach only gets you 80% of the way. You got to go in for another practice and that takes you another 20%, like putting in a two a day kind of a thing. And what, what really, like your art on top of the 80% science is what fills that last 20%. It's your art. It's your own flavor, you know? Um, it's not like the concept of a car has really changed. Everyone just adds their own art and just keeps going forward with it. And personalities, in my opinion, are, 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 no, are no different with it. One thing that's been really fun, though, is the consistent publishing in the space has helped me learn what my real opinions are. Yeah. I didn't know what they were, and I didn't know that I didn't know. <laughs> but uh, as time's moved on, as stuff's progressed, like, I'm not trying to, I don't know. I had this realization a little while ago while I was, um, I think I was prepping for an event. I do a lot of events. <laughs> and um, I realized that in the marketplace, you make money and compete by being really good right? They don't pay you for your weaknesses. The marketplace pays you for your strengths and solving problems. That's, that's what you really get paid for. But your personality though, you don't compete with your personality and becoming an attractive character under the same framework or lens. 
you compete in your personality with your uniqueness, just what makes you different. You don't have, because if you do it off of strengths, someone's always better, stronger, faster, better looking, you know, someone's always going to be smarter than you, you know, richer, someone's always like, and so going for the strengths thing and that personality, if someone uses that as the reason for them to be able to move forward and and a requirement to move forward, it ends up being a very uh, exhausting route. Um, But instead, if you just, I don't know, stop apologizing for who you really are and just make that you're really you know, like, Hey, this is, this is me. Like <laughs> sometimes I yell cause I get stoked. I'll play the drums and then turn around and play the small little ukulele instrument. It's like, <laughs> what's like, <laughs> it's so all over the place. Um, and there's room for that. There's no other platform or business model, in my opinion, in the world that will reward you for being you louder. Yeah. Right. It's like, if I go work for somebody else, even if Russell, like as amazing as he is, I still have to be his lens of what being professional and successful looks like, right? Being an entrepreneur lets you be what you think being a professional should go do. I still don't wear shoes a lot of times in my office. Um, I am very anti-corporate in my environment. <laughs> I've had some employees that I hire. They come from hardcore corporate environments and I have to like break them. <laughs> they like, stop. <laughs> Holy smokes. I don't need a cover letter. And I was like, yeah. anyway. Uh, and the business world and online will reward you for that. You don't really get rewarded for that in other places. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I want to make sure I get you out of here on time. I would love to follow up on what you said, but I want to get you out of here on time. Before I ask the last question, I just want to acknowledge you because like I said, you've, you've, uh, changed my life. Uh, and, uh, you've, you've inspired me so much and I, I continually love now following you more and more because I, I didn't, I didn't follow you before. And now I'm just continued to, uh, or stoked to continue to, follow you and, and see what else you create and see what else you do. And, and uh, I'll look forward to come seeing you at one of your events one day. Um, so you guys need to make sure you go uh, follow Steve at uh, Steve Larson HQ on Instagram. He also has Launch for Profit podcast. It's a great place where you can go learn more about this stuff. Is there any other place that best place people should go find you? I know you're all over social media, all the platforms and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, we've shut down so much stuff. We went back and looked at all the things that just aren't worth keeping us up right now or keeping open right now. And and uh, we chopped for 46 funnels. I think we cut like 30 of them. Wow. <laughs> so the ones that are remaining, honestly, weirdly enough, capitalismswag.com is honestly <laughs> one nice. of the best <laughs> lower ones to go to right now. Um, Sweet. And, uh, yeah. Awesome, dude. Well, last question is, I think getting closer to the best version of yourself is a constant journey and a unique journey. I think the way that I'm going to get closer to the best version of myself is going to be a little bit different than the way that you get closer to the best version of yourself. So for you personally, if there are three things that you can currently do or currently work on to get closer to that best version of Steve Larson that you could possibly be, then what are those three things that you could currently do or currently work on? Yeah, I'd say the first one immediately coming to my mind is listen. And listening for me is best done through meditation and and white space time, uninterrupted, Mm -hmm. unplanned chunks of time where if I choose to putter, that's fine. If I choose to whatever, but you end up, you end up having these conversations with yourself. I always laugh that our society makes fun of when you talk to yourself. I always say, of course I do. I'm very interesting, (laughs) but but, uh, listening to your inner self. Um, I do a lot of, I go through waves of a lot of meditation I will say the other way that I like to go and find out, you know, um, and make myself better is uh, tests of um, 
crazy austere masculine stuff like going doing something that's sucky you know um i put a hundred pound bag of dirt on my back a little bit ago and i was running with it just i don't know i know it's weird but i'm testing myself i've done that up a mountain here a couple times um you know, uh, pushing yourself beyond, and no one told me to, I didn't want to, but there's this little voice that pops up every once in a while and says, Hey, it's time for you to feel some suck. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. dang it. Right. And I'll just go for it. Um, not always. Um, and then I would say, honestly, the third one that I'm really, um, getting into recently is just rest. You know, mm-hmm. there's periods of your body and mind has natural sways of output and re- and and recovery output and recovery and learning to start to mirror those is very advantageous for the longevity of the entrepreneurial game mm. well those are three great things absolutely love them man uh, honored to have you on and appreciate your time hey thanks man it's been fantastic there you have it such an awesome episode with steve i literally can't express to you enough how psyched i was to bring steve on and i can't stress enough how great his work is be sure you share this episode with a friend, friend or family member who needs some personal growth in their life, which is literally everyone. Send it to a friend or family member who is maybe an entrepreneur because I'm telling you, the One Funnel Away Challenge changed my life and it will change theirs as well. All you gotta do is send them to nickcarrier.com podcast and they can get the audio, the YouTube video, the show notes, all that stuff. And if you're interested in having a clear path to hit your fitness goal, make sure you go to nickcarrier.com 10 week programs. Again, nickcarrier.com slash the number 10 week programs. Remember to believe in yourself. And remember, you don't have to have all the answers before you try something new. You don't have to know exactly how to make contact with the ball before you take your first swings. You have to swing first. You have to hit a foul tip before you can hit a home run. And in order to get closer to best you, do as Steve says, listen more, do things that suck, that was my favorite, and be sure to rest because these are the things that are gonna get you closer and closer to your best you.